Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. So there's this American University uh, math professor and his team that created a statistical model that can be used to detect misinformation in social posts. And what's really interesting is that the model also avoids the problem of black boxes that occur in machine learning. So with the use of algorithms and computer models, machine learning is increasingly playing a role in helping to to stop the spread of misinformation. But a big challenge for data scientists is the black box of unknowability, as it's called. Um, so that's where like researchers don't understand how the machine arrives at the same decision as human testers. And so this um, American University or AU um, uh, professor used a Twitter data set with misinformation tweets about COVID-19 and showed how statistical models can detect misinformation in social media during events like a pandemic or a natural disaster. And, um, and so they released this new publication and um, I find it really interesting that it showed how the model's decisions align with those made by humans. So, uh, you know, we, we would like to, to know, you know, in, in general, like what a machine is thinking when it makes decisions and how and why it agrees with the humans that trained it, right? So we don't want to block someone's social media account because the model makes, you know, like a biased decision. So this method is a type, uh, the method that they use is a type of machine learning uh, that uses statistics. So it's not as popular a field of study as say like deep learning, which is like, you know, the, the complex multi-layer uh, level, I'm sorry, multi-layered type of uh, machine learning and, and AI that everyone's really accustomed to, to seeing and hearing on the news. Um, so statistical models are, uh, you know, effective and they provide another somewhat untapped way to fight misinformation. So the way that they did it was, you know, for a, uh, a testing set of 112 real and misinformation tweets, the model achieved a pretty high prediction um, performance and classified them correctly with an accuracy of nearly 90%. Now, you know, using such a, you know, a compact data set was an efficient way for verifying how the, the method detected the misinformation tweets. Now, the thing that's significant about this finding is that the model achieved accuracy while offering transparency about how it detected the tweets that were misinformation. Um, so deep learning methods cannot achieve this kind of accuracy with transparency. Now, before testing the model on the data set, um, so these research researchers first uh, prepared to train the model and models are only as good as the information humans provide. 
so human biases get introduced, which is one of the reasons behind bias in like, say, for instance, facial recognition technology and, and black boxes get created. Now, these researchers carefully labeled the tweets as either misinformation or real, and they use a set of predefined rules about language used in misinformation to guide their choices. They also consider the nuances in human language and linguistic uh, features linked to misinformation, such as you know, a post that gets a greater use of proper nouns, punctuation, and special characters. Now, um, in order to identify the tweets for writing styles associated with misinformation, biases, and, and less reliable sources in media, um, they, were, they had to do it this route. Um, so uh, then, you know, afterwards, they were, it, it came time to actually train the model. So once they added those inputs into the model, it's trying to understand the underlying factors that leads to the separation of good and bad information. And it's learning the context and how the words interact. So for instance, two of the tweets in the data set contain uh, the words bat soup, and the other one is COVID, you know, together. Uh, so the tweets were labeled misinformation by the researchers, and the model identified them as such. So the model identified the tweets as having like, you know, uh, hate speech, hyperbolic language, and strongly emotional la uh, language, all of which are associated with misinformation. So this, this uh, suggests that the model distinguished in each of these tweets um, the human decision behind the labeling. And so this also helped out the researcher's um, rule-based system. The next steps are to improve the user interface you know, for the model, along with improving the model so it can detect misinformation, uh, social posts that includes images and other multimedia. So the statistical model will have to learn how a variety of, uh, of elements in social uh, posts interact to create misinformation. Now in this current form, the model you know, could best be used by social scientists and others who research ways to detect misinformation. Um, and uh, in spite of the advances in machine learning to help fight misinformation, you know, the human intelligence and news literacy remains the first line of defense in stopping the spread of misinformation. So through, you know, various works of uh, researchers, you know, and these tools uh, that are based on machine learning to alert and educate the public in order to eliminate misinformation, you know, uh, we as a whole, you know, should strongly believe that humans need to play a more active role in, you know, not spreading misinformation in the first place. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonypoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.